0: Hey, welcome to the Relentless Positivity Podcast. Your host, Joe Martin. My guest today is name's John Kimball, and he's, uh, he's a little life from handcuffs to fisticuffs. To he's had from psych wars to personal training, and he's gone from suicide attempts on himself to helping other people find their purpose and value in life. And man, he's just doing some awesome work out in the world. I want you guys to be today. John, thanks for coming on the show, man.
1: Hey, what's up, man? Appreciate you for having me.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, man. So let's take it back. Where'd you grow up and what was your childhood like?
1: Yeah, bro. I grew up in Simsport, Louisiana, you know, in America. I'm actually. Adopted, so my descendants is Cuban, but I'm from America, you know, born in Louisiana. And, you know, like I said, I was born and raised in a Christian-based home and everything. But the crazy thing is, I started hanging around the wrong people. And that's always what I say all the time, right, is whoever you hang around, ultimately, that's who you're going to end up like. You know, your vibe attracts your tribe. So it was actually the – I always say this all the time. He was the biggest known drug dealer in the city. I was hanging out with his little brother. And – you know i just went down i just got influenced by that activity and i just wanted to make them proud you know because i was like oh shit you know that life is kind of dope. and then it just got influenced and then that's when we started to get into like of gang fights and stuff like that
0: man it's so so common you know you get caught up in that world that you know you're maybe you're a pretty yeah, good kid yeah. but if you're hanging around with people that aren't that's going to become your future right there so you nailed it right there man. i like that uh your vibe attraction tribe for sure man so you're going kind of got down this rough path and you get you get diagnosed as a sociopath. It's not something you consider yourself. But someone that the court system kind of considers you a sociopath. I and mean, if you don't know the definition out there, if you guys listen, it's kind of someone that, they had a personality disorder there's it's kind of extreme antisocial attitudes and behavior and kind of a lack of conscience. You're kind of, you get diagnosed with that. And uh how does that feel, man? When you kind of people like, that's how people see you.
1: No, exactly. Yeah, the lack of conscience and the cri- um, criminal background, especially too. I mean, because I had gotten, you know, going down that path, following down them, right? Sort of drug dealing and taking drugs and all that shit like that. So I got arrested for like uh, possession of a daily weapon, possession of stolen goods, possession of illegal drugs, uh, fleeing from police and breaking and entering. And I mean, ultimately, that really was like the prerequisite into my future successes because it's like the law of polarity, right? You can't experience the highest of highs until you've actually went through the lowest of lows. But yeah, and then I went into the psych ward because I started having the suicidal thoughts and tendencies because of all the criminal shit I was doing and all the regret I was having from that. And if you're never working towards yourself, far progressing towards the future, and if you're always past regressing from negative regret towards the past, then you're going to end up doing some shit like that because you're, you're not confident in yourself. You hate yourself because of all what you've done and you see all the pain you caused to everyone else. And yeah, like you said, the lack of conscience from being a sociopath or a diagnosis one, I mean, I never see my dad ever cry, right? I mean, I would tell my parents, like, I don't care about their feelings. I would tell them that in their face. We have an awesome connection now, of course. Uh, They come to the gym with me and stuff. But back then, when I was doing all that stuff, I would always tell them, like, oh, yeah, I don't care about you guys' feelings and all that shit like that. Like, the lack of conscience that they supposedly say that we have as whatever we're diagnosed as. And it was just at that time being that I was participating in the actions that was eventually equaled out to being diagnosed as a sociopath. Just like as of right now, I'm participating in everything that forward projects me towards the person and the best version of myself I want to become. So they might as well just diagnose me as that because that's what my ha- habits are congruence as. But yeah, man, I was in I was in the psych ward, right? Or in the mental hospital, whatever you want to call it. And they wanted to send me to rehab. They wanted to put me on meds to give me a therapist and all of this shit. But... Really, the main thing I did to change all of that was look in that accountability mirror. And I, because I even told him, I was like, they were pressuring my parents and everything. And I was like, I don't need that shit, right? Only thing I need to do is be truly accountable for my actions and really seek deep within my problem, run into it instead of running away from it through like fucking procrastination and these virus and desires and, desires and vices. Like, I actually ran into the problem, unlike most people do nowadays, instead of running away from it towards instant gratification. And that's what really helped me out. You know, that's why I always preach fitness. Because if you do some burpees right before you're desiring something, that that desire will go away quick. And that's what I did. I woke up after the couch, after a hangover, on the couch after a hangover, and I went run. And my self talk was aligned, and that's what changed me.
0: Man, you do some burpees that desire your oxygen, everything's gone, right? I man, you, you you got nothing exactly like, yeah. When you're when you're when you're like that, man, that's all you can focus on, just trying to recover from that. So. Man, if you can just get out of your, your mind for a second and get into your body, man, it's so helpful sometimes, especially with people. I've had struggles as well, man, with some mental health stuff. And you can just kind of get away from those thoughts for a second, just go into that body. At least for that time, you get a little bit of reprieve. So someone, if you're listening right now and, and you're struggling with I that, do. just give it a try, man. You got to. And I like what you talked about that. Hey, I can talk about one thing, but what my action is, doing, that's who I actually am. So it doesn't matter what people are saying. What my actions are, that's who I am. So I like how you, that's one would bring it up, that uh, people diagnose you as a sociopath now. I mean, you spend your life helping people better their lives. That's just amazing for anyone listening right now, but hey, it's not too late. I mean, he, he went at 180 opposite direction, jail, suicide, all those things. Look at him now, man. So it's kind of, let's get into that. So you talked about fitness kind of turning around. How did, you, how did you get into fitness? Is that just where it started?
1: Yeah, well, it was always boxing. Boxing always uh, did because I had anger issues and everything. I mean, I would have so bad anger issues, dude. I would be in like, like I don't know, just as a younger kid, like way younger kid, I would get in fights and I would literally like kick, like they'd be on the ground. I just kept repeatedly kicking them and kicking them until like something happened. So it was always just bad anger issues. So I got put into boxing and that's where the fitness really started. And that's where my life really pivoted as well. Because when I woke up off of the couch, I was like, oh, I have a greater purpose. And even though it was boxing, something simple like that, it still put me in forward project me into something greater than what I was Right then at that moment, you know, it had me something put put towards something else to work on. So if everybody just like actually really saw deep within and try to fix themselves through fitness and nutrition, then ultimately all the vices would go away because they're focusing on a way greater purpose rather than going back to the vices and something that actually deters them from where they're supposed to be.
0: So, take me back to that first boxing match, man, how did that go?
1: Oh, yeah, dude, no, I was, I was hype, and then I was actually too hype, and I got nervous and everything, I had, like, two panic attacks before then, and the nurse was even like, oh, we're gonna watch you, like, like, if you show any signs of fatigue, we're gonna stop the fight, and dude, it's a fucking boxing match, you know, fatigue, that's like the first, you're gonna be like that in the first round, you know, so, yeah, she told me that, and then I had to run outside, and I was, like, aspirating, I was, uh, hyperventilating dude i was like crying all the of, all of this shit and then i just started talking to myself i turned that like they say like mike Tyson's quote. i turned that fear into fire and that actually really helped i mean i was just, just my self-talk was like so aligned with like just just intense fucking you know feelings and intentions because i just switched that like negative passive like oh i don't want to do this shit i'm going on you know, into like my self-talk. I just switched it completely around and I convinced myself and forced myself to go back in there. And I stepped into the ring and I was so hyped. My coach was like, oh, he's going to come with that fire. And I told him, I was like, whoa, I'm going to fight fire with fire. And then it ended in nine seconds. You know, I knocked him out in nine seconds because – like when you're going down that path of like anxiety or depression or something even that taking that as an example you know i just talked to myself in a way different way and i was like oh i don't want to feel this way so let me talk to myself like how i want to feel and i was like no you're gonna kill this motherfucker i don't feel that, you know and then that's what happened
0: you're right managing like that emotions and adrenaline is so big a bit part of a fighting deal I and mean, that's not on the same day, but I've done some jujitsu tournaments. And the first one I did, man, within 30 seconds, I was completely gassed. My first match ever, man. Managed to survive somehow. But man, you think you're in great shape. You're coming in, you're doing all this training. But man, you get so hyped and you came in. I was completely gassed. Pretty good shape. But 30 seconds, I was done, man. If you don't know how to manage that, so I'm glad it had a great outcome for you. So and that, that self-talk, how you talk to yourself is so important. I know those people right now that have those negative voices in their head that everything looks dark right now. What, what would you say to them, man? They're just going through a tough time, right? Now.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just self-sabotaging, and especially now since the holidays, a lot of people are going through that as well. But really, like I say all the time, it's like the idle mind is a devil's playground. So if you stay bored and you stay procrastinating and idle, of course you're going to turn to negative vices and desires and stuff like that, right? But if you stay busy and if you stay like I always like I said, far progressing towards something greater, like bettering yourself then you'll never actually pass regress or have any of those desires to go down that path, you know? And, I mean, it's a lot, a lot of shit people do when they're bored and uncontipped and all that stuff, especially, like I said, during the holidays, when they're missing family members and all this, their minds idle and then this stuff. So if they really focus on something like fitness and nutrition and really far projected into that, then it would be just the amount of clarity would be exponential, you know Absolutely. because they're actually working deeper into themselves
0: yeah. we don't want to be going towards a goal we're just wired that way as humans so tell take us through kind of an average day for you So just so people know that you you ain't sitting around all day
1: no 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 because i can't fucking sit around all day dude oh my gosh my mind will go crazy like I, these past days i was like yesterday i was like i sat down for like, like i passed out fell asleep and i woke up and every time when i'm interrupted from my system or process it just man it messes my mind so much but yeah i get up and i get up at 240 and then i get up and i do like my internal dialogue and my reflection and i really regret i really seek deep and regret on what happened the day before and then because this is the thing right when people instead of thinking of what and all who you should be like think of all what you shouldn't right like think of what you regretted the day before and then try your best to not be that. So yeah, I just get up at two, 240, I do my workout and I did that's when I do my self reflection on what I regret. And I picture that person that I should be remembering everything I shouldn't. And, you know, I go to, well, I'm, I'm still a senior in high school, right? So, I mean, I go to school and then I'll go to work and then I'll come home and just work on my phone so I just pass out like fall asleep. It could be like 12 o'clock, 10 o'clock. It's whenever, you know, but that's just the normal daily process. Like I can't go a second. I don't watch movies, dude. I don't do any of this shit because I don't I cannot do something that is not strictly aligned with my purpose because my conscience will eat me alive. If I try to do that, like any hobbies or anything pleasurable, the only thing I do is I stay doing that. I stay in the DMs and everything on my phone, you know.
0: Yeah, so you're helping people online get in shape, uh, kind of get rid of those vices. Tell me, a little more about your program that you offer.
1: Right, my program. I mean, it saved my life, right? It rid me of all my vices and addictions. So I have to teach that and preach that and push that message as much as I can to help others do the same with themselves because, I mean, that's what worked for me. So it'll work for them too. But yeah, it's just a mental, physical, it's a mind, body, soul thing. You know, it's like I have a training nutrition program and a mindset program. And that's like the mid-level program. It's like ten bucks a day. It's like three hundred a month. And then there's the like Elite Life program. And that one is where we really seek deep within the vices and addictions you have. And that one's like $1, fifteen hundred a month, four thousand for three months. Because it's I mean, once you know your worth, and you know if you've been through some shit, and you know how to help others with that, and help them realign them with the on the path exactly the one that you realign yourself with. Then of course you're gonna like charge something like that because it's just it, that's too low of a price if I would say because it's what saved my life you know I use it every single day still to this day to realign myself with the best version of me anytime I'm desiring anything or going down that negative path because we always seem to do this we create like imaginary evils in our mind like things that may never come are things that came before but. Ultimately, when we realign ourselves with a program or a system like I do, then it all goes away and it rids of all of that stuff.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, what's uh, what's completely changing your life worth? You know, look at it that way. I mean, that's, I mean that's, yeah. you, can't put a, you can't put a price on that. And if someone has a system you can follow, man, that's so valuable. You don't have to think about it. Just put your head down, go to work, get the results, man. So yeah. people are sound like, hey, that's that sounds like what I need. Man. What's the best place for them to follow you?
1: It's a uh, Kimball underscore fit on Instagram and my website is, is Kimballfit.com.
0: Awesome, man. Hey, if you're listening right now, please go check that out. I'm gonna link that in show notes. If, you if you're like me, you don't spell very well. I know it's pretty simple spelling he's giving you there, but man, I'll put that in the link and just click on the link. Uh John, man, appreciate what you're doing out there and sharing your story. A lot of people they go through dark times, they keep it inside, but you're sharing that and helping other people do the same, get through what you went through. That's rough, man. You went you're a 180 man, you're doing you're doing a good service to the world with the crap you went through, man. So thank
1: you. Of course, yes, yeah, it's, it's a prerequisite, dude. All of that shit that happened. And like my parents could have done the most, like they could have done anything in their power, but it's the universe or God or whoever you believe in that puts us down that path and or that hero's journey. And it's really everything, all of that is just the cornerstone to our successes in the future. You know, like we have to go through that in order to really succeed. And it'll be paramount, you know, compared to what we what it would be if we didn't go through anything like that
0: absolutely man that's absolutely true and i've seen that in my life as well so hey thanks so much for uh tuning in you guys please spread this message go check out john on social media i'll, I'll link his website as well you can check both those out keep following him keep up the cool stuff he's doing there hey john keep up the great work man i'm gonna follow you and keep up with what you're doing as well
1: i appreciate you bro thank you
0: awesome man. appreciate y'all tuning in see you next week on the relentless positivity podcast